<laughs> last time stop it <laughs> last time we met um, the agents for thorn investigations had been to the mcculloch collection and had got in uh with eric boyd the curator for the collection before pissing him off by scraping what appeared to be blood off the floor um in the corner of the room where the king's uh, treasure is being held the uh, exhibit in the mcculloch collection sort of gold and jewels and other various precious items of the past the group then you saw a few things i'll say i'll quickly go through them you saw that one of the caretakers for the museum had a small injury on his head you saw that he had uh, some sort of connection with caitlin kelly who is a reporter uh, she said that she had previously talked to talked to a caretaker uh, and him specifically you had gone to the hotel where Caitlin was staying because it was very late at this point. Um, both Evangeline and Vera had seen a stranger in a crowd watching uh, them, um, who was the same person who had encouraged David Donnelly to try to steal from the McAuliffe collection. And also, Caitlin Kelly in her hotel room was attacked by the strange guardian dragon that has been trying to stop people from threatening the treasure in any way. The dragon had uh, blown fire into Caitlin's room just as Tabitha and Evangeline had come to the door and Evangeline using her magic had somewhat protected uh, Tabitha, Evangeline and Caitlin. And in this moment, as the fire has spilled into the room from the dragon and the initial blast it subsides and the room is just engulfed in flame and smoke starts to billow out through the door. Um, Evangeline, you see that Caitlin is quite badly burnt. Uh, despite your magic, the fire was able to sort of curl around and get to where she was. She's not as badly injured as she might have been, but she is, you know, she's not as tough as necessarily you lot. She's a normal person without any real uh, survival skills. Uh, so she is badly hurt just now and is showing it from the burns on her arm. And uh, to what are you doing? Instinctively take her hand and... <laughs> with me to come come quick 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 it's not safe you really can tell that stays in the obvious and i'm just gonna like pull her a little kind of quick quick and i try and like move her down the corridors as far as i can and the smoke is following all of you the smoke is following us yeah yeah well the smoke is like billowing out and spilling into the corridor not taking like corporeal shapes as, a, as if it was yeah, a, a, a creature much, moving and hunting. It was, it's, yeah. It's, the smoke it's follows just... you as and you run from the room and the smoke billows out of the room. Yeah. Tabitha. Is there a mechanical um, lift? You know, uh, there like is a lift, yes. There is a lift, yeah. Um, I think that's where I will go. We will try and stop the lift between floors. Yeah. Yeah, is the lift open? Is the lift open? Um, I think there. you, I would say that you just use the lift to get up to this floor. So, yes, you open it and just as it's about to, it's closed, but you open it, ding, and it opens up again. Oh, so um, in there. Yeah, and once we're inside, I don't know, crank it, however they worked in the 1950s. <laughs> there's, a, there's, a, there's a man in there. There's a man in there. Oh, hello. Um... 
down, please. D- down. Oh, uh, and then when it starts to go thing. down, I'll like press the emergency stop button. Uh, excuse me. Um, only I'm allowed to uh, use the lift controls. Sorry. <laughs> Couldn't help myself. I love a button. And uh, he starts trying to fiddle with it. Like, I'm sure I can turn it back on just now. And he starts to fiddle. Could you just and... wait? Could you just wait? Why? <laughs> Are we like singed and coughing? <laughs> I mean, yes, but I want to get away from that. Whatever this hat, whatever this is. I think we're safer here where no one can get to us. Can I ever manipulate someone? Stop him from moving the lift. <laughs> And can oh, I? Yes, I mean, you I, can. Ten. Yeah, I mean, yeah. They. Uh, just, oh, oh, I mean, I mean, it's just three of you. So, oh, okay, fine. I guess it is safer in here than perhaps somewhere else in Oakdale. Um, and Caitlin, so I use, like, I, sat I, 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 Yeah, I'd like to use some magic, please, to do something beyond human limitations. And in this moment, she's in like full, full kind of like mode you can see there's just there's the her, her, her kind of face is steel and she's just the laser focus in her hand is going to go on the man and try and cast a spell on to the um, yep uh so it's at 11 um okay. and she's going to try to do something him and she's just going to put her hand on him and go sleep and just push him and hopefully he'll pass out straight yeah. to the floor he's clonk 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 on the floor, hits his head on the floor um, and passes out on the floor. Um, as you get into the lift and you stop it, Peter and Vera, you're outside the hotel and you've just seen the dragon pour fire into this hotel room. And as it does, the stonework around the window has started to crumble. And as it scrambles to find footing again, some of the masonry falls down into the alleyway where you are currently. So as it falls, I yeah, so the the stonework falling down directly to where you both are just now. What do you do? Um, probably running back towards the oh. entrance of the. <clears throat> yeah, is it oh. is it going for us? So is it if it's, it's just not moving? It, I it, it's just scrambling and moving. It's, it's it's scrambling and moving. You're not sure if it's going to come down towards you at the moment, but where it is, the stonework has made it have to reposition on the building. Um, so it starts like cr- crawling upwards and as it does like stone work at, at its claws cut into sort of pushes away and falls away from the building. So I think we were going to run because we said we were running. So I think we were running towards yeah. the building. I think that's what we're doing. Yeah. To it. And we would Can be naturally an... avoiding the masonry work. Can I have an accent depression from both of you then? No, no, we naturally do it, Danny. <laughs> naturally do it, no problem. That's <laughs> fine. Um, protect the um, <laughs> um, well, mine is a miss. Okay. Um, mine would have been a miss, but because I changed, uh, because I took, I've read about this sort of thing. I use plus sharp instead of plus cool and act under pressure. So I got a nine rather than brilliant. a six. Absolutely brilliant. Or press to pay. Uh, okay. So or give you a worse outcome, hard choice, or price to pay. Uh, okay, Vera, this is your hard choice. Okay. You can avoid, you are running behind Peter. Peter is taking the lead as, as running here. You can avoid the masonry as it's falling down towards you, or you can 
warn Peter, potentially getting him out of the way, but it could also put you into danger as well. Like you I, could I avoid it I, completely, or you could potentially if, get badly. If I hurt. see, if I see, um, Peter in danger, and I can warn him about it, I will. So okay. I will be saying, you know, uh, yeah, up left or whatever <laughs> it is, trying to indicate to him. Yeah, you're, you're shouting out like where it's coming, coming down, from. like stop. It hit the um, lamppost. It's going to fall on you. That kind of um, thing. Yeah, absolutely. So as the masonry sort of crumbles and falls down towards you, Vera, you crawl out and Peter, in that moment, it gives you a moment of pause. It wasn't to protect someone role, um, but I am going to give Peter a little bit less harm from what comes next. Uh, because of Vera's choice. So you, Peter, I'm going to say you get one harm from the mastering. It falls and sort of crashes about you as you're running. But you have armor, don't you? So you're... No, well, no, it's not even that. You watch and Peter just goes like that and you watch it just hit his shoulder and it just breaks apart over his shoulder. Um, he looks surprisingly tougher than normal. And Vera, as you take this in seeing peter take this masonry on the shoulder and not feel anything you feel a thud on your back as you run as you take i say you take two harm from a large piece of masonry crashing against your back and you are sent flying to the ground as this piece uh, it, it it doesn't crack against you because it's stone and you're not peter and this send you to the floor and you feel this crush you feel ribs break you just have a shot of white hot pain as this thing lands on you uh, and i think i'm partly in shock looking up at peter who just took probably a worse hit than i did and yes. completely um, I'm, disregarded it and peter's gonna stop i will run back to vera and i'm gonna pull a gun from my pocket and I'm going to be pointing it at the dragon. No, yeah. I'm pointing at the dragon because I think mm -hmm. they're coming. As I take Vera, if there's any sign that the dragon's coming towards me, or Vera didn't have the time to tell me about the other person, so I'm just focusing on the dragon with my gun. Yeah, and you I will see. Shoot if the dragon looks like it's coming after us, I would say you look up. You see the dragon crawls up to the top of the building, and then a moment as the shadow of it disappears into the sky as the darkness sort of takes over and you you just lose sight of it in this shadow disappearing into the darkness above the building as it escapes from the from the scene uh, Vera, we need to get you inside now quickly i, I yeah. know it's gonna hurt Are you, can you walk or do you need me to carry you uh just help me up okay i'll help um, you up the the man the man was here which man the, we, the man we, who was drawn. Can, you, can we see the man anywhere? Yeah, I look around. Read a bad situation? Yeah, read a bad situation, see if you can see him. It's still bad. It's still bad. It's still very bad. It's, it's not any better. Fuck me. Oh, um, Peter. It's a five. It's a five. This, this, this just think, just think of that XP. Terribly. Just think of the XP. <laughs> tasty, tasty XP. You're all going to earn. Uh, Vera, what was your read-about situation? Um, it was uh, 13. 13. <laughs> just, okay, just, so... 
let's do you first, Vera. What do you, your three holds for that? Um, are there any dangers we haven't noticed? Is there anything else on the scene which, other than the masonry falling and the dragon? Um, um, you, I mean, you are, you are moving your way back around to the front of the hotel and there are people uh, shouting and there's lots of movement. In your sort of bleary, uh, pain state, you do see the man standing on the street again, looking at you. But you notice he's not looking at you. He's looking at Peter. There, Peter. With the damage to the building, uh, is anybody else in danger? Um, what's the best way to protect the... There victims? is... I would say, yeah, There's you, you can see before you left that there is... Um, the masonry might not necessarily be a danger to anybody else now. It's fallen. You don't know how much of a how much structural damage there is to that. It, it could potentially be fine. Yeah. Uh, but the uh, there is fire in the building, and so that could as obviously danger to anyone else is in there. Okay. Um, were the flames continuing to lick out of the, that, that window that the dragon had breathed fire into? Not out through the window, but you can see there was smoke coming out. So even if the fire doesn't spread from necessarily the space it's right, pulled okay. into, there's still quite a lot of smoke that could potentially be dangerous. As the, if the fire continues, then that's going to be more structural damage. Yeah. Okay. Um, and is that the biggest threat or is... There any sign of the dragon or the looks like the, the dragon's left. The, okay. the biggest threat right now is the the the, the damage it is left behind, but you can't Ooh. see another big threat necessarily apart from it or the man the man on the street, which could potentially be a threat. Seeing how Vera says about it, you point okay. out to Peter where the man is, and Peter, as you look, you don't catch sight of him before he disappears. So to you, Peter, he was never there. And what was my miss? Was that it? That was it. Was you would have been able to see that uh, you misread the situation. Yeah, you, there's uh, Vera pointed out some of the potentially dangerous watching you. And as you look, you do not see okay. the person is there. I said, uh, yeah, you may have revealed some tactical details to your enemies, but I'm not going to tell you that just now. Uh, yeah. Uh, um, I'm I'm okay, Peter. I'm hurt, but I'm I'm okay. Um, I think the building's on fire. We should try and get everybody out. Yes. Um. Can we hear fire engines already? Or and if in we the can't, distance, as we I run into the foyer, as as you get into the hotel, yeah. you pro you be able to hear it's it's in a city. This so um the response is quite quick from nearby fire stations. And as you get into the foyer, you see that quite a lot of people are like coming out of the hotel. So if you're you're fighting the flow of people exiting the hotel so at this point. Push through towards the elevator makes sense, and we're tr desperately trying to call the elevator down to to go up in the elevator. No, no, no. You're you're not supposed to use the elevators in a fire, Peter. You're never supposed to use a lift in a fire. But Stairs. Sorry. Yes. Good. Good. And we'll find the nearest staircase to stop. Making our way up. Booking your way up. So you make your way up to the correct floor. You can see the mo the majority of the smoke is coming from each floor you go up. The smoke gets thicker until you get to a floor where it is chokingly thick about you. Um, and you pull open the door and it's just people running, uh, panic screams. You hear 
fire crackling down the end of the corridor. And that's the situation you pull yourself into. Um, Tabitha and Evangeline, you are in the elevator. Um, Caitlin Kelly is leaning against the wall uh, with, she's so slumped down to the floor. Her arm is like badly burned. This burns all the way up her shoulder. Uh, and she sort of is sort of um, trying to bear through this pain. Um, and she just says, what the fuck was that? Why did that fire start? Uh, it was a dragon. I was being put my hand on Tabitha. Perhaps you could um, aid Miss Kelly. But she's so beautiful, like you said. I, I will. I don't want to. Oh, I'll heal her. I'm going to also um, use. I'm going to use the cover of that to also use magic to reduce one arm on Tabitha, please. Feel it. She's doing that. Oh no, Tabitha. Oh no, that's a sad face. I rolled a five. What happens when you roll a five? Well, it is use magic. So, um, oh yeah, of course. It's just that it does three healing. Wow, well, it doesn't do any healing, does it? Because I rolled a five. Well, unless you lose control of the magic, this never ends well. By default, the magic has one of the effects exactly. below. That also never hurts me. <laughs> <laughs> Lasts for about 30, seconds, 30 minutes and does not expose you to danger unwanted. It's a glitch that might change. Okay. So, um, right. <sighs> okay. <laughs> um, I would say your magic, as you cast it on Caitlin Kelly. How would Tabitha cast this healing magic on Caitlin in this moment? Um, well, I'll just, yeah, I'll probably like press my hands to not the burns because that would lead to infection. <laughs> um, just like, yeah, hold her hand or something and um, attempt to channel my magic. I'm quite hurt, so I wouldn't use any of my own blood which i think would normally which is probably why it fails but would normally kind of um power my magic mm. uh so i don't think i would do that so I'd just try and do it how evangeline does it <laughs> she's mm. always glowing you um you cast your magic and as you touch Caitlin's arm the there is a heat that you sense through your through your hand through your arm that's that's touching Caitlin and as the magic surges from you you sense that as it combines with whatever has hurt her it picks up a lot of anger and a lot of this rage that is built up within this creature that uses magic against her and as you watch she initially calms down but then starts to panic and scream as these burns that are on her shoulder start to snake their way up her neck and onto her face burning badly across her chest as well uh, and she i'm going to say she takes another I think she takes another heart. Do something, eventually. <laughs> um, yes. 
I, I, as, as I, I, I used magic to heal you, and I got an 11, so that's one one palm less for you, as it happens. Um, yeah, I just can see that happening. I don't know what I can do. I could only shield her while that was going on, but I think that's kind of taken hold too quickly while I was looking after Tabitha. Yeah. And I think she says, all we can do is calm her, and I'm going to use magic to banish the curse and the rage and whatever addition and all like force of this dragon has left inside her that seems mm-hmm. to have reacted and attacked back. Yeah. And I will just look at Tabitha and say, I will need your help. I'll put your hand like on top of mine and then move it towards her. I believe this is how I'm going to learn force of will against my will. Holding Magdalene's hand. <laughs> Okay. So, have I use magic roll from you then? Thank you. Yes. And then I, and then I help out. Tabitha. Are you helping me, Tabitha? Uh, sorry, what did I roll? Help out, please. That'll be. Uh, please help out. Plus cool. I'm already tired, <laughs> I feel like. I rolled a five. Okay. Actually, can I use a luck point? I was thinking earlier yes, I should you can. use them. You absolutely can. That's in character, point. and I'm looking forward to being doomed. Go on. Are you. The luck just gives oh, you a 12. 12. Oh, you don't have to use yeah. 12. Okay, <laughs> you're about to absolutely kick off. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so luck just gives you a 12 <laughs> automatically. Down. So plus one oh, on the oh, roll. Oh. Evangeline. So that was my 9 to a 10. So it works. Just. Perfectly, but no back from that. No side effects. It's fine. Okay, so mm-hmm. uh, and you want to banish the uh, magic of the dragon from the center and pull it back. So just kind of like returns back, so it doesn't try and undo what it's done to her, or just so calm her down and remove its influence. You pull this magic from the burns that had been starting to snake back up Caitlin's across Caitlin's body, and uh, you have the sense of something heart that your your magic grips onto and you wrench it from her and as it does it dissipates and the burns still there but they do not continue to spread i think there's that kind of that moment where the 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 last sizzlings of magic that kind of caught like in her kind of cradled fingers and you'll you'll see as she kind of just flicks to the floor and then with her slitter shoe just puts it on top and then gives it a slight little twist to stub out that last piece of magic as you do this peter and vera you are on this floor and you hear a scream that comes from the um elevator that's sort of near where the the stairs that you came up uh so you have the scream and you also have fire um down the other end of the corridor you can't see it's too much smoke but you can hear it uh what do you two do the scream sounds familiar uh it's caitlin so you don't know caitlin screaming you know your (laughs) friend screams don't have this scream Um, if if somebody's screaming in the elevator then something's gone wrong in the elevator uh so i'd like to run over there and, and bang on the door and uh, call out is anybody in there are you okay evangeline oh, Tabitha, you no, hear no. 
Yeah. We have, we, we've got a substance here from the, from the creature. Has, um, are you all right? Uh, I, I've been better. It seems to have fled for the time being. This is reassuring. Uh, you can come out. Can I flick this card and we will meet you on the ground floor? We must escape the fire. You so shouldn't just use go. an elevator in a fire. Okay, God, they've gone. Um, okay, Peter. We, um, need, we need... I don't think there's anything we can do. I think we're going to have to go down. This is... Well, if there, are people, if there are people on this floor or above, they need to be... They need to be gotten out. Sharpish. So that's the thing. So are there more people on this floor? Because we're two heroes on a burning floor. This is a question. There are. I will give you that. You, a lot of people left as you were coming into this floor. Um, lots of people have left. You don't know about the, the floors above. How's uh, Caitlin? The question is going on. Caitlin, where is your, where is your research? Um, that's where he's um, going to say to you, Vera, is we have to head to get the research. Um, we'll start Peter will I think if it's really on fire and it's really thick with spike, I think there is an element of here of doing something beyond human limitation. Yeah. Because Peter's is, yeah. intent here will be to say to Vera, um, we have to see if there's anything um salvageable as I will start pushing through the smoke, making my way back, making my way towards where the room was to see if there's anything savable. Yeah. And I'm okay. going to try and grab a fire extinguisher if there is one on the wall or anywhere nearby. I don't know. I mean, I don't... Do, I do don't they know exist? They exist at this time, I think. Maybe they, even, they did exist, but they, they, they were did. manual. So they were like they were, manual they were like, pumps. They were, yeah, they are. They're pumps. Yeah, so yeah. they exist, yeah. So yeah, I mean, if you're, you grab a fire extinguisher, Peter, you make your way down towards where the sort of the source of the fire yeah. is. Um, do you want me to yeah. roll for that, then? I will say, once you get there, if you want to go like to to see what's salvageable uh yeah you can use magic yeah perfect okay eight um i will take um the one harm ignoring armor magic Mm -hmm. okay yeah so you take one harm as you enter into the you stand in the doorway the room is wreathed in flames everything is this you know that there are like files and uh notebooks and everything and at the moment as the fire is sort of engulfing everything these notebooks have sort of sent their pages up into the air so there's sort of just these sort of arcs of embers flying through the air as the room is sort of engulfed in flames and you step into the fire you feel the heat burn your skin and as you search for something anything that could be salvageable you find I mean, there are, there are a few things. There are some files which were too thick to be burnt immediately. There are things which were knocked underneath, knocked up to the side of the bed that haven't been fully caught in flames yet. Nothing that you you can't you get the impression you don't really have time to go into detail no. about what you're saving. He literally, here. just grabs. He just grabs and goes because he doesn't um, want burnt. You do enough. see by the door there is a satchel that doesn't look like that's, it was as caught good. in the. He grabs the satchel. Yeah, you grab the satchel. That's, that's probably the key um, thing. As you stand in that fire, you get the sense of something, a presence. It's not the dragon. You've, you've felt the dragon's presence already. It's like this thing 
with bright orange eyes staring at you. It's a cool, impossibly calm presence that seems to be not not in that room, not watching you, but somehow observing what you're doing. And you hear in the back of your mind, as you use your magic to protect you in this way, to allow you to walk into the fire, you hear the words, Brave boy. I'm impressed. Don't recognize the voice. You... You don't recognize the voice. But... Brave boy is a phrase you maybe never recognize. Yes. He stops for a moment and... Just starts... We'll, we'll go out of the room and if he does see... Yeah, I'm, I'm probably blocking your way as you go to leave. Um, mm. um, yeah, I'll just move out. I'm going to move out of the way, and I'm going to kind of um, try to help Vera because she's she's weak and, and human, and I, I'm just doing what I can to help Vera. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you to stop you... her from passing out from smoke. You uh, you pump on the um, the fire extinguisher and it starts to this you spray your fire deterrent into the room. I am going to need a, I think probably an act under pressure, mm-hmm. um, just to that avoid about right. um, taking like breathing in too much smoke and yeah. Yeah, I, 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 I would have pulled my sort of um, yeah, shirt yeah, up so. over my mouth as well, but it, it's not going to do a huge amount. I'll go to help out because my logic is I'm using my magic in a certain way. Mm. So maybe there's something I can do to help out on that. Oh, I rolled an 11 on a help out. Okay. Nice. So is that a plus one? That is a plus one, yeah. I'm just checking because I okay. forget. Um, I'd also let you, a, I mean, Peter, I'd also say if you wanted to protect someone for Vera, you can in that um because you said that you wanted to use your magic to help them. no no no, no. no that's <laughs> minus no this is good okay. <laughs> less and um okay so vera what did you roll uh well just as a just as a fun fact before i uh, reveal the role <laughs> the pressurized fire extinguisher was invented in 1819 that wow. is a fun fact. Wow. Yes. Yeah. Fire is uh, a problem. They're, they're, yeah. they're chemical ones in the 1940s. That's I was wild. thinking, yeah. I was thinking they came in useful during the Blitz, didn't they? Yes, they were very helpful. Yes, yes, of course they were. Yeah. But yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. It's what we I all had them. Think of, yeah. <laughs> um, but I rolled a six. <laughs> Great. Okay, cool. Plus, Same with a plus, plus, one. plus one. Plus one from Seven. Peter. Plus, plus three from Plus Sharp. Rather than a minus one from cool. Okay. Um, so um, that is a ten. Um, so Vera, you um, here's the situation. You can put this fire out with your extinguisher, probably. Like it's it looks like it was a flash fire and it's engulfed the room and it's in on the walls, but you feel like with enough time with this fire extinguisher, you could probably hold it back enough so that you could either potentially put it out or hold it back enough that when people do arrive, they could put it out very safely because of what you've done. If you stay and do this, 
it is going to, you're not going to be able to breathe. You're going to start running out of air soon because you start feeling it in your lungs. Price to pay. You can stay and do it, but it's going to hurt. Um, I don't, uh, if I see it and I know that there are like roughly how many floors above us are there to this building? Uh, It's 10. So, um, the annual on the sixth floor, so four. Yeah, I, I, I think that there are, this is a big enough building and there are going to be so many people who are at risk from this spreading that if it is small enough for me to deal with, uh, that's what I'm going to have to try and do. What the heck is Gals and Goblins about? <laughs> there's a child and there's somebody who's finding it. Have we found a child? You guys see the most attractive frogman you have <laughs> ever seen. I um, killed two men to get here. <laughs> so we go back to Morrigan hearing the voice of like a faceless demon. <laughs> Do we have backup plan in case we are completely wrong? No. Okay, then we are completely right. Let's operate on that. (laughs) This is a lot to process. New episodes every Wednesday. Hello, everyone. It is Danny, your resident keeper and weeper. Uh, You know what you did, and you made me very, very sad. Here, as usual, to say a big thank you to everyone who's listened to the podcast so far. We really love making it, and it's made it even more special seeing all the people who are listening to it little bit of news before we move on. A few months ago I was lucky enough to be invited onto the RPG Goblin podcast, which is a really great TT RPG podcast all about discussing uh, games that we enjoy and uh, mechanics that we enjoy and how to use them. In the episode I'm part of, me and Willow, the host of the RPG Goblin, talk a lot about horror and how horror can be used in tabletop role-playing and a few different tabletop role-playing games which are focused on horror. It's a really great podcast and everyone should be listening to it, especially if you're a fan of tabletop role-playing games. So go and support Willow and the RPG Goblin by giving her a review and a rating, and while you're there, why don't you give the Thornfiles a review and a rating as well? Yes, however, it always helps. Now, let's get back to that mystery, shall we? Tabitha and Evangeline, your elevator bing, at the bottom floor and you pull open the doors. The uh, foyer is chaos as lots of people are exiting the hotel um, and you can hear now sirens outside, fire engines that are closing in to the hotel. Uh, so there's a sense of potential safety as people come and they help Caitlin get out of the elevator and they help the apparently sleeping elevator attendant. <laughs> they all think he must have passed out because of something. No yeah, smoke inhalation, and I will like I will follow Caitlin just to make sure that she is she gets safe and safe. fine. And oh, I'm not leaving her side. Also, we told her it was a dragon, so I want mm-hmm. to see how she's how is she reacting to that? What she's saying? If she's in shock and thinks that maybe you are, <laughs> she can't remember. This is a horrible situation she's in. And um, Peter and Vera, you are upstairs. The fire is in front of you, Vera, and as you start putting out, you feel this burning in your throat and. Peter, you still have this magic about you where you can, you feel a bit 
better in this moment. It's, start, it's starting to affect you, the smoke as well, eventually, but takes longer. And you can see that Vera, who was already hurt, is trying to cover her face with this shirt. But you can see that it's it's not doing the job that she wants it to do. She doesn't have the protective gear on her. Um, and you can see that she's in a bad way. Um, or she's about to be round about then. Yeah, once she's once we've got through that to that bit, mm -hmm. <laughs> it's a bit of a, like a last minute. He will judge the situation to see whether the fastest route I think that I could get Vera out of there fairly safely. Now through the room is is the smoke down enough that there's still quite a lot of out. smoke. So quite a lot. The, the yeah. even with the fire being put out, there's still going to be a lot of smoke in the in the corridor for a while. It hasn't been vented in any way, except for maybe the hole in the wall. Yeah, it's just a hole in the wall. I don't really want to go through the hole in the wall. Um, looking behind us, is the door for the room behind us open or shut? Uh, like yeah, I'll, I'll give you the maybe not directly behind you, but there's a few doors open in this corridor. People have ran out. And then final question is: Do I feel like I could? Beyond human limitation, do I feel like there is anything I could do to clear the smoke magically? I mean, I with would... a slightly bigger magic, if I'm putting more effort or something into it, is there something more I can do to mitigate what's going on here? Um, I would say, but thematically, there are many things I could. There describe, are a few things I, think I, I would think be doing. The, I'm just wondering. The, um... Or should I read about the situation and see what okay. I can do? Using magic, you can you can actually use magic to deal with the situation if you wanted to, to help Vera in some way. Because you can banish, um, I say, if you can banish a spirit from a place, you can also stop smoke getting into a room. So this you can you bar a room from smoke, you stop smoke getting into a space. Yeah, this is all. Yeah, you can buy a place or a portal from a specific person or creature. You can buy a place or a portal from smoke. Um, so. I will I'll do that and I'll kind of put my hand, I'll kind of bring Vera back just over the threshold of the door, mm -hmm. and I'll try and use magic as I push out this shadow comes out and envelops Vera as well around both of us to try and push the smoke back from us. But she would be within the shadow as I do it. And yeah. I'll try and do that. Yeah, you use your that, magic. Um Vera, I'm gonna say that is take a nine harm. Just from what happened before, Vera. So you have one more harm just from staying yep. there. Um, um, it's, and I'll take either take the harm, I'll take the harm again on that. It's only a nine. Yeah, you take you take one more harm on that, and you pull Vera into a uh, a vacant room. And as you do, you let the shadow. No, he out. just stands and just pushes the shadow out in the corridor. Oh, so, in the corridor. Right, pushing her over the threshold. So mm -hmm. we've covered the door there and around, and we're just in this shadow of clean air as he's breathing very deeply mm. um i would also say as you use this magic and it sort of this your shadow peels away from you and creates this barrier around you what does what does peter look like when he uses his magic what sort of effects does it have on his face well it's slightly weirder now because you're in it so he becomes very very pale in that moment and very overcast on the eyes and you see you catch a glimpse of his fingers which looks slightly elongated into tips as his as he starts putting his as trying not to look at you with his pitch black eyes and pupilless eyes 
I'm gonna leave it there for the moment and just see how this is gonna go. Because, <laughs> and I think the the like my eyes are watering like mad from the smoke, mm-hmm. and with the the coughing fit, I can I can barely make you out. I think I can see that you're you're shifting and you're changing, but I probably can't see a lot of detail. And, and that, all you can concentrate on the moment is trying to hold that back from mm-hmm. what's going on. And you, you're hold holding it back. back. You are unable to to stop your like your face changing, your body change in this moment because you're focusing so hard on keeping the smoke away from Vera. Um, and Vera, your vision is blurry. Your eyes burn just from staring into the fire and having the smoke pour into you. Um, and just for a moment, as your vision is caught staring up at Peter. He doesn't, he looks like Peter. There is a very faint part of you that feels like he looks a bit like the stranger you saw on the street. Ever so slightly. Peter is way more put together than this man was. This man is way more monstrous than Peter is, but something similar there. And as you do this, you cast his magic and um, Tabitha and Evangeline, you're downstairs. Firemen start to pour into the building, um, make their way upstairs. There is a lot of hustle and uh, commotion now. As Peter and Vera on your floor, the door opens to this space and uh, firemen pour into the corridor and they make their way to the uh, room. Uh, you probably have to drop your magic as they arrive so they don't see if, this happen. If we, yeah, if we hear people coming because it's so because it's so uh, smoking everything else, that's the moment he then kind of almost pulls her back into the room, pushes the door back to the door and kind of pushes her out the way and kind of sits on the floor for a moment, just catching his breath. And you hear the noise of the fireman outside um, shouting instructions. Uh, you hear uh, what's not being poured and all the things that they would do to put the fire out safely. Um, and there's just, it's just a lot of noise. But uh, Vera and Peter, you are safe-ish at the moment in your room. Is anybody unstable in their condition at the moment? Nobody? No, not yet. No, I didn't get anyone unstable. Okay, no, that's fine. Um, You made some decent choices. Uh, So what do you do? Tabitha and Evangeline, you are downstairs. You know that Peter and Vera are still upstairs. Well, with Caitlin, I will have been, she'll have seen her kind of when the services and come, she will have called for uh, bandages and everything that she needs to be able to treat a treat a burn. And I don't think Tabitha will ever have seen the side of Evangeline before, but she very meticulously is calming Caitlin and dressing her wounds and cleaning her down. Um, and there's this natural softness but firmness in her and how she is handling this burnt woman as she kind of is cleaning her down and bandaging everything up meticulously as she talks to her it's okay this has just happened this is general calmness to her so yeah i don't know if things have ever seen that side of evangeline but very much she is in that kind of zone from when she used to live in london i feel very bad that i made situation for Caitlin worse Um, and seeing that Evangeline very much has this under control um, and taking note of what Vera said about the lift I will go up the stairs to try and 
catch up with um, Peter and Vera wouldn't be much use giving any first aid as we think we established. And um, Vera and Peter, what are you doing upstairs? Peter looks at Vera and says, Perhaps next time, next time you should stop thinking that half Angeline needs to keep me in check. Think about who's going to keep you in check. You almost got us both killed. This hotel is full of people. This is our doing. This is our responsibility, Peter. <laughs> people died at Knock Hill Farm because we couldn't control the situation properly. We can't let that happen again. People are going to die here, Vera. Not if we can help it. The others. At that point, Down, I'll say, downstairs, hopefully. <laughs> Tabitha. Downstairs, hopefully. And then Tabitha starts hammering on the door. Uh, there are firemen outside that have tried to, like, they, they are they're focused on the fire at the moment. And Tabitha, you, you make your way past. They try to stop you, but you, you find the door. Uh, you can hear Peter and Vera behind. Um, probably and you you make your way loud we'll say for for cinematics purposes you're able to find the room and not be stopped um i'm quite little i'll just squeeze through the fire and they've got more important things to do um is and the door's closed but i can hear peter did close the door you could hear peter behind i'm the other side of the door yeah Um, you shouldn't touch a metal handle in a fire i know i know very little and i know that (laughs) um so I use my jump, my lovely black turtleneck, um, to cover my hand and open the door. Although I wouldn't know that that was Peter's voice, I don't think. No. Um, not so I think Vera's in trouble and I'm going to save her now. <laughs> this is him, redemption. This is your moment. A <laughs> moment to save Vera. Come on. So I just like burst through the door. He is sat on the floor, but he's not very tough. So you literally will probably just knock him out the way he's <laughs> on the floor because there's <laughs> no toughness. <laughs> Completely shunted sideways by you opening the door. Vera. Oh. Peter. <laughs> you safe. Uh, Eva and, and the journalist. They're downstairs. Caitlin is not doing that well, but Evangeline is fine. Uh, and Peter, you got her notes, right? I got, I got the satchel. I most of it was burnt. We need, <laughs> we need to, we need to get out of here, and we need to. Oh my God, we need to sleep. Uh, I thought I heard someone in here. Mm. He just looks at Vera. (laughs) We're we're fine. Uh, We we think it left. I I don't know if we're safe here. It could come back easily, I suppose. No. No, there's some. I think there's something else here. We need to. We need to go and find somewhere else. Not here. The man was outside. You said Vera. 
I couldn't see him. He ran into the corridor, um, not the corridor, the crowd. Um, the dragon was gone. I tried to shoot it. Well, I couldn't shoot it. It had flown off already. We need to go. Yeah, we need to go. We need to go now. Okay. Let's you go downstairs. Uh, I look slightly nervously at oh. Tabitha, having seen her heal people in the past. No, no, I was going to just help you down the stairs. Now I've taken a break. I'm taking a break from. Um, unless you want me to. Oh, uh, if, <clears throat> no, that'd be great. Thank you. Um, if you can lean on me, I'll take the other side because I feel really bad that you've also been like smashed on the back and everything else. Now, so I'm going to help you as well. <laughs> And Vera is escorted downstairs by Peter and Tabitha. Um, in this time, uh, Evangeline, you're downstairs. Uh, you've bandaged up Caitlin. She has uh, that ambulance teams have arrived, and they are uh, taking care of from her, taking care of her as well. Um, and in the hustle and bustle of everything, uh, a very familiar figure uh, arrives at the hotel with a box of files. <laughs> You see Angus arrives and he's uh, he's at the at the front door. Uh, he sees this chaos and then uh, sort of looking around, he sees you, and he, he says, "Um, anything I can do?" I put that down and I just like take his hand and I put it on the bandage, just hold it here, and I use it to kind of create that that pocket around mm -hmm. his finger. And I'm just like, "Did you bring everything I asked for?" Uh, yes, I uh, brought everything that um that Tabitha and Peter left behind. Uh it's all in the box. If you if you if you want to peruse it. I guess it is very unbecoming if you've made a mistake for you to blame other people. Right. Okay. Um is there anything else I can do to help? Yes, we do have a list of other requirements, but um it would it would it would probably require you to go back to the archive if you are not too ill. Um, do you want me to? I can. To, I can bring research. the. I can bring the van around. Do you want me to bring the van around first, and then I can go to the archives? Yeah, it's not too far away, but it's. I can bring it closer, so you can, you know, if there's if you need somewhere safe to go. Cool. Is it curious that he knows where the van is? I would say he's he's suggesting he could. <laughs> he knows it's not directly outside the hotel. Him saying that is not him saying he knows where the van is. Him saying that is him saying. I can go get the van wherever it is and bring it closer to the hotel mm -hmm. if you need it. And she just goes, and then and I'll fuck off. So she shows her and we just as flippant and go. Well, if you know where it is, you, it would be wonderful if you go and fetch it for us. I I don't know. And it's I like <laughs> put his finger out from the bandage and to like use it to tie a knot around his finger and slip it out. Um, do you? I mean, I don't know where the van is. Do you want me to go find it and then and bring it here so you can? use it or get somewhere safe if if you've been here i imagine you probably want somewhere to you know lie low or you know be safe she looks up the sky for a moment she goes yes yes miss kelly can i trouble you to i, I think i've finished bandaging her up a bit do you feel like you are able to come with us do i think that she could now she's she's bad she's, she's, she's badly but she need much more the, you, she may feel fine going with you, but there are par paramedics here that are keen to take her to a hospital, and where that she can be properly cared for, uh, rather than you know, just be left to walk the streets with these terrible burns. 
That's true. Um, I will ask where they're taking her and I will give them specifics about bed and ward and type of location that they need to be placing her in. Mm-hmm. Uh, they seem, Make sure that she is... They seem very keen to get information from you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they, uh, they, take your, they take the information that sort of, you know, partly take the information and then they uh, wheel... Yeah, take their na- I, I, take, I, I, take, I like, in good question, take their names, mm-hmm. ask them where they are, to say how extremely she's important. Um, yeah, no, thank you very much. We do know how to do our jobs, and they take her out of the building. Um, did he say anything to me while I'm, while I'm bandaging her about um, what we told her? She says at one point, So, was that was that actually? I mean, I don't believe in them, but were you joking when you said that? So, just try to make me feel the pain less i don't know my colleague was indeed correct um you were you were attacked by a dragon um okay. <laughs> what? Uh, i know I, I i i would say that um you may have heard of them um the department radically against giving objects back um they are they are very much in antithesis of what you are about to publish and this feels like an attack upon you to perhaps silence your work right well message received no do do not let them if you is there anything you can think of any artifact within them just one public information right before she goes so no show no magic right now um that you will know um my dear we were thinking perhaps convincing the the museum to give back something as i know just a token gesture but a way of starting what it is you wish to begin Uh, sort of revolution against what dragons stand for anything that anything that comes to your mind anything that's struck out is this is something that belongs somewhere else definitely so much of it, uh, there's there's too much to say like that so much of it is from other places it's talk to uh i will kind of under my breath just gently hum um the tune i one of my one of my tunes just to kind of soothe her as i did with stephen um she says talk to Talk to Mr. Gray. He spends more time with the treasure than even the curator. He knows he knows what goes on in that place. I I don't I there's too much too much could be sent back. That is wonderful. Do you know where I may find him during his his work during the waking hours? I don't know where I don't know where he he lives, but he walks to work, so not far from the from the collection. Most wonderful. Um, and then I would like to kind of before the paramedics kind of swim around, just kind of take her hand in mind, and. I would like to 
use magic on her just to kind of give her a bit of protection while she's not going to be with me. Mm. Um, I'm thinking, obviously, I'm looking at the bar, bar person um, and mixed with something beyond. Or well, enchant a weapon, but it gets plus magic or something along those lines, just to kind of give her a little bit of protect. Rather yeah, than give, give it, you can give her some sort of magic weapon. Yeah. Give her plus plus protection, maybe make her yeah, magically like protected. That. Yeah, roll we'll use magic then, please. Top of the doesn't go badly. It doesn't. It doesn't. Just that's a ten plus two for twelve. Perfect. Okay. Goes perfectly. You give her a bit of magic protection. You send a bit of your weave, um, sort of into her as she leaves and you get the impression that it might not protect her for ever but for at least for a little while yeah and i think that the, the, you know those moments when you look at things and you like in your eyes you get those tiny little dots of like areas mm. like every now and again you can imperceptibly almost see these tiny little things just around kind of around her being as she's she goes away so and i will turn to angus and just go yes if you if you wish um, the the van is parked down the street there. Okay, I'll uh, I'll go get it. I'll bring I'll bring around. I'll just I'll, as he, I'll as he turns around somewhere parked. And these files as well. <laughs> Hand it back as well. Just place them inside. Oh no! I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll just I'll just put I'll just carry them back. Yeah, well, you, had, you had you had left them on the street, my dear. To um I, I was, to no, absorb. No, fair. I'll uh, I'll go get I'll go get. And he left the box and he sort of walks off down the street towards where he thinks the van is. Um, at this point, Peter and Tabitha and Vera come down uh, through, this, through the flight stairs and come into the foyer uh, and you meet Evangeline in the foyer. Um, is there anything that any of you do in this moment as you come back together? He has been taken to the hospital. I've treated all of her... Uh... Her burns and given her a cover story. I have told her that Dragon are a radical organization uh, that had targeted her for her research. Um, she seemed implicated. Will, 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 she be, will she be safe? I have mean, placed a minor enchantment on her to keep her safe for now, but I think we need to progress our plans to start the ball rolling on dismantling this creature. First, maybe as uncomfortable as it will be a nice rest or a few hours. Angus is here. He's fetching the van. Still returning to continue our research back in the archive. Um, have you seen anyone else whilst you've been here? No, was I, was I supposed to be? Anyone else strange? No. It's be fair, I've been tending to Miss Kelly. Mm. And we need to we get we need to sleep, we need to rest. Everyone looks very hurt. We should find somewhere to rest. Yeah. Uh, you, uh, a nearby hotel or something. You find a I'll say you find a, another hotel nearby that if you're <laughs> able to I mean, I don't think it'd be hard for any of you to sleep now. You're able to... Do we want to stay in the van instead? Is there like one person can... Two people can sit in the van and snooze because we've got all of oh, Caitlin's yeah. 
I'm not. Stuff. That, that's my suggested. If we throw all that in the oubliette, though, is okay. that not enough? I don't. That was my logic. That was my logic. Yeah, yeah so that's a good idea. That's a very good idea. Okay. Yeah, that's that exactly what it was after. Well, we <laughs> think. Yeah. Um, so you can. Yeah, I mean, Angus pulls Just... the van around, um, and you. He has the has the file of information. He sort of leaves that in the in the back, and as you sort of you put stuff in the oubliette overnight. And you find a small hotel nearby that is not perhaps as comfortable as the Highlander was, and you are able to get some sleep, rest, wash, <laughs> which is, you know, basic, but at the moment it feels so essential and allows you a chance to feel a bit more relaxed. I don't know if you'd get separate rooms, but uh, it's cheaper, so I'd say you would be able to get separate rooms in this new hotel. Um, Did we get a refund from the Highlander? I'd say you you probably could phone in and get a refund later. Uh, (laughs) It's probably a bit busy at the moment. I like to imagine that this time it's practical, and we probably Mm. try and get a room where everyone can stay. Peter's Mm. not even going to question if it's sensible. In his head, it's, we should probably all be in the same place. Yeah, if you have a, a room that's the same room just to just to sleep in and then wake up in the morning. Uh, Peter, you wake up first because it is your natural state of being to wake up first um, and wake up early. And you wake up to the cold light of the morning sneaking through the curtains that have been drawn in your room. You see everyone is scattered in their very sleeping places around this room that you've bought for your, for your group. And... You hear that voice again, and it says, Brave boy, you left a friend out in the cold. Wonder what it'll feel like to break his bones. Michael says hello. Oh. 